Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 114, and I am the stupid, awesome analyst, Jonathan. With me is the hard man with hard opinions, Andrew. Hi. And your king baby duck, Evan, of the Boston Bastard Brigade slash Wicked Anime. Konnichiwa, my bastards and wenches. <laughs> so this episode, we are going to do a little discussion, because this uh, we got a topic from our Wicked fan, Marv. Who, which he politely asked us to call him Wicked Fan Marv. Rolls off the tongue. It does. It rolls off the tongue much better. Thank you, sir. Now, is this the same Marv that's from Sin City? No, unfortunately <laughs> not. I believe oh. he shot significantly less people. <laughs> Maybe. We don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I hope so. Although, if we ever get into a, like a bind with a Yakuza or anything, we know who to go to. Going to Marv. Yeah, Marv. Marv. <laughs> Anyways, he uh, asked us to bring up the topic of uh, what other anime series would really benefit from getting the Dragon Ball Kai treatment? So basically cutting out all the filler stuff and just going straight for the story. Or something else around those lines, too. Yeah, um, there's certainly things that have tried to as well that we could talk about that, oh man, maybe you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but, uh, so, But we'll get into that in a, in a little while. Uh, but first, we have to bring our topics of discussion does anybody have any news? Well, ring the... Yes. News. Well, folks, you should mark your calendars for June 30th because finally, after waiting many, many months, Little Witch Academia is coming to Netflix here in America. Yeah, and I cannot contain my excitement slash disappointment for the way that they're doing it. So, yes, they're only doing the first 13 episodes on June 30th, and I believe they're going to be showing the other 12 sometime in the fall. And I personally believe that the reason they're doing this is because they've been dubbing it at the same time, because both Little Witch Academia movies are on Netflix. They've got the dubs and everything. Right. So I reckon that Bang Zoom has been working on dubbing the show as it's been airing over there. and. Right. I could totally understand doing a move like that, because honestly, that's how I watched Little Witch Academia. I watched it with the English dub, and I thought it was a pretty damn good job. Really? Okay, so I've seen it all in Japanese, because I have, um, I was a Kickstarter uh, person. Actually, we both were. I was, too. Yeah, so I got the Enchanted Parade before 
it was put in English. So I got to watch it beforehand in a digital version. And then also um, I saw Little Witch Academia, the first one, when it was on YouTube. And it was awesome. Yep. Like the greatest thing to ever be put on YouTube. Seriously. I One I of the very best things. I think it's probably too long of a wait to see all that of Little Witch Academia. And there are places where you can watch it. So I may have yes. I may have opinions. There are places. I may have opinions on Little Witch Academia before it even comes to Netflix. Yeah, the twenty episodes have aired, and it's going to be uh, ending sometime at the end of June in in Japan. Gotcha. Oh, I didn't realize it was still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still going. I thought it. I thought it ended a while ago. Oh, that's very interesting. Nope. Nope. It's a double core. Okay. You know, Netflix can be good with some things at times. I mean, we got the Blame movie one day after it opened in Japanese cinemas. Yeah. That's right, and I didn't watch that. Not yet either. Maybe we can say that for the next episode or for one of my podcasts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I I saw Blame in its original format, like when it was just an anime that came out, like a four-episode anime that came out a couple, or like, not a couple, but like years ago. And mm-hmm. it was okay, and especially because of how much I like cyberpunk stuff. Like, I didn't really, I couldn't really get into it for some reason, but maybe I just gotta watch it again. I mean, I, I'm going to expect it to be at least a little bit better than Gantz O. Uh, I hope so. I mean, Gantz O wasn't bad, but it just didn't really, it wasn't really appropriate. <laughs> no, because you had to know everything about Gantz before watching it. Right. Yeah, so as long as they don't do that. Which yeah. is actually kind of tied into the don't do that section for the topic of today's Tapagachi. Okay. Don't just take a chunk of something and be like, here's a movie! So. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I actually don't have a news piece. But I do have is a statistic mm-hmm. from goo.com. So let's statistics. It's actually not really a statistic, but it's a top ten list. I think I have to go find it. <laughs> is it at least better than the top 10 list or the top 100 list I talked about in the previous episode? Yes. Um, okay. So, uh, J-List actually posted it originally, but it's a, from a, a statistic of from Goo.com. And it is, which female character from an anime series is the most violent? And the uh, accumulated data was taken from April 30th, 2017 to May 14th, 2017. So it wasn't a very long time. And they pulled just any Japanese user who would answer. And the top 10 list is rather surprising to me. Uh, okay. I have some quarrels about it. First one is actually, I find rather appropriate. Number 10 on the list is Hana from prison school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's actually really good, considering her sadomasochistic mannerisms. Yeah. And I, I actually really, really like her as a character. I, th- I really enjoyed her character she, a lot. She's really nasty, especially, like, in the sense where it's like, you saw me pee, so let me see you pee sort of thing. Yeah. Very, like, very childish like, yeah, in that manner. Very, it, very childish. It's just, like, this dis- like delightfully disturbing thing about her, which was, like, the incum- the it encumbers all of what a prison school really is, but... I hope it's we get fetishly a... violent. Fetishly it... violent. Yeah. I hope we get a, a second season of that because there's plenty more material to come out of oh, it. Oh, yeah. There's tons of material. What is it? Up to like 20 volumes of the manga? Yeah, something like that. 
Well, I guess they're going back to prison again. <laughs> um, so number nine on the list is Kaori Makamura from City Hunter. I haven't seen City Hunter, but uh, if if she's violent enough to make this list, then maybe she's hardcore enough to make our panel. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen City Hunter. Anybody know City Hunter? Yeah, well, we watched that movie, the Jackie Chan movie of City Hunter. Remember? It was a Jackie Chan movie? Yeah. So is it based off the anime? Yeah. Yes, there is. That's what I know it from. Um, yeah, there was City Hunter, and, like, they had, that, they had that fight scene, they had that fight scene where they were cosplaying as, uh... As the Street Fighter characters? As Street Fighter characters. Oh, I didn't know that that was, uh, that that was based off of a manga. Yeah. Huh. Hey, check out number eight. Sakura Haruno from really? Naruto. I love that Sakura is getting love. I, I love that Sakura's on this list, but is she really number eight material for most violent mm. anime character? No, no I don't think so. No, because she's not violent. And see, every I think uh, Naruto fans... This is my, one of my biggest issues with Naruto fans. Naruto fans hate on Sakura so much, and she doesn't deserve that hate mm-hmm. because she's a story device. Right. And, right. you know, all the Naruto fans out there are just like, we want to see Rasengan's and Chidori's, what? <laughs> and Sakura doesn't do that. That's lit. Yeah, Sakura, Sakura doesn't do that. Sakura is a character that moves the story forward and is there to view emotions from an outside perspective. So if you're an actual mature Naruto fan, that's then you actually know what it, what it means to... That was my ringtone. What it means to like Sakura as a character, but she's definitely but, uh, not violent. But that's the thing. There's no such thing as a mature Naruto fan. Hey, I'm a Naruto fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, Damn millennials, get a job. <laughs> but it, it, it comes down to the fact that uh, she, she does fight. When she fights, she blows things apart. Yeah. Like, she can split the earth in half. Yeah. But... She ends up uh, being a healer type. Yeah. Because she has... You she's know, a cleric. Yeah, basically. Yeah, she's basically the cleric and... She's actually, Mercy. No, that's, that's actually a perfect explanation of... Because she has uh, the healing power because um, Granny... The, Hok- the Hokage. Jeez. We have <laughs> seven more to go on this list, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just picture her... Jonathan having the mouth Tsunade the finger on his yeah (laughs) uh, Tsunade Uh, so the Hokage Tsunade she trained Sakura to teach her how to do all the healing jutsus uh, which makes her the cleric in the sense that she can also fight the same way a cleric can also fight and hit hard Mm. so She's, uh, Sonata, she was the one with the, with that, uh, kind of unique jewelry around her neck, right? Yeah. The one that kind of looks like a guy's, um... Is it? I don't... <laughs> well, now I'm kind of confused because I don't remember. Look up, look her up. Go- just Google search. Tsunade with the safe search on? Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that. Uh, one of the Google search that comes up is Tsunade necklace. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the um, it's it's like a. Oh, it really does. It's a crystal with <laughs> it's it's a crystal with two beads beside it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> it's, it's, it looks phallic. I'm sorry. She is one sexy grand granny. I yeah. tell you what, <laughs> she's a hilf, mm. a Hokage. I'd like. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, number seven on the list 
is Mahiro Inumi from Working. Uh, I've never seen Working. No. So I wouldn't uh, Evan and I have seen a little bit of it. I've I've watched www.working. No, in fact, uh, www.working or www.wagnaria, if you're going by the American name, has a completely different cast from the other seasons of Working. Oh, Brand that's a shame. new cast. But that's a good cast. I love it. I actually like the cast of www.wagnaria. It's oh, definitely worth checking out. Yeah, uh, Wagnaria is just like a straight up good series uh, all, all, all the time. Like it, it's so, it's funny to watch. It's relaxing. She's afraid of men, so and her hair color is gender. She kind of has that effect of what you call it. Like you know how in uh, like like Love Hina, it's like ah get away from me, and then punch him into into space sort of thing. Okay. Next up, one of my favorites, uh, not best girl, but a really good character. We have uh, Chitoge. From Nisekoi. Yeah, she's pretty violent. She is the daughter of a Yakuza, and, and she has those tendencies. Oh, the and red ribboned one. Yes. She is adorbs. No, Chitoge is awesome, but she is not best girl. Onodera is best girl. By far. I still have to finish watching that. Yeah. It's I, a great series. I really like Nisekoi. I really like it, too. It's a good series. All right, let's see. Here we go. Oh, yes. Number five. Well-deserved. Asuka Langley. Yep. She's she's less violent. I mean, she is violent, she's but le- she's less yeah. violent she's and more... She's crazy. No, she's just more abusive. Well, yeah, but well, she's abusive also is violent. But she's, like, emotionally abusive, because she's a tsundere. But she's, like, the hardest core of tsundere's ever. But you think about the scene that puts her into a coma, spoilers, at the end of the series. Don't worry about it. It's, like, a, it's 20 years old. She <laughs> is, like, nuts. Like, she goes crazy, killing all them angels. It's a good-ass scene. Yeah, yeah, it's great. She's crazy. I'm telling you. <laughs> Check this one out. This one was a surprise. From uh, Urusei, uh, Urusei Yatsura Lum. Really? Or Lum. Lum. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Lum from Urusei Yatsura. Uh, I, I was shocked that she made this list at all. I haven't seen it. Uh, because it's practically really... impossible to try to find this show ever. Yeah. Is she, like... Really that violent for the number four spot? Like, she's more violent than Asuka? I have no idea. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I can't say. Well, it's a Rumiko Takahashi but... character. A female yeah. Rumiko Takahashi character. And they can be a little bit violent. <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, none of the Ranma one-half characters are, are on this list, though. So... Hmm. This one, I have no idea. I've never heard of it before. Uh, Fumino Seri... Zawa from Mayo Neko Overrun. Never heard of it. I've heard of that. Maho I've heard of it. Neko. Uh, sorry. Uh, Mayoi Neko Overrun. I have that manga somewhere. Or like, a, like I, I was reading that manga somewhere online, mm-hmm. but this was like years and years and years ago. I never got into it or finished it, but I'm familiar with it. And I had no idea that there was an anime adaption to it. Yeah. Mm. Check out uh, number two on the list. Haruhi Suzumiya. Yeah? I would disagree. I don't think she's violent at all. (laughs) Yeah. She's a brat, but I don't think she's violent. Yeah. I I don't know why, like, that was voted. Uh, But, hey, number one is Shimura Tei from Gintama. Huh. Now... It's, it's kind of interesting because 
a lot of the people who are violent on this list are from comedies. Like, there are a couple who that are actually violent animes, but, like, most of these are comedies. And yeah, it's yeah, interesting yeah. to think that, you know, the fem- the violent female archetype is, is comical and, like, only comical. But for that reason, we've missed out on people like Revy. Like, Revy's not on this list, and she's one of the most violent chicks ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And- um, uh, I know, like I had mentioned, I know it's a comedy, but I'm surprised that bludgeoning Angel Dokuruchan didn't show up <laughs> on here. That's a good one. Yeah, that yeah. is a good one. That because because that's like the epitome of like she doesn't just like she's not just violent. She okay. murders him every okay. single she time. Kills him every single time. <laughs> but then there's uh, characters like I mean Faye Valentine. The first time that we see her, she shoots up a. An entire store. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, like, blows through a casino in the episode. Uh, Like I said before, uh, the women from Love Hina are scarce, and they're pretty violent sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. Like, there's... What about Panty and Stocking? Yeah. Like, they're they're utmost violent and gross. Um, Any of the Gunslinger girls? Like, (laughs) come on! There, there's plenty of people that have could have been taken from this list. Uh, what about Sarah's Victoria? Yeah, Sarah's Victoria wasn't as violent, I don't think. Well, she got pretty violent towards the end of the series. Mm-hmm. She got really violent towards the end of the series. I just think that if anybody should have been on this list, it should have been Revy from Black Lagoon. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was. Uh... How about your favorites, though, Andrew? What about Lucy yeah. or Nana? Lu- Lu- like Lucy is probably the most violent girl on the uh, ever she will straight up murder you yeah she don't even care <laughs> any of the chicks from seki ray they're pretty violent you know honestly i i think you can i think we should count out any of the girl fight animes because that's just kind of a given right yeah right, even no, like, uh, like uh, tosin or even senren kagura all those sorts of shows. yes yeah, a, a girl fight a girl fight yeah. and it's fine battle like, angels you don't need to count those because that's like the purpose of it so they're not like of course they're violent yeah. What about Matoko Kusanagi? Why isn't she on this list? Uh, she's, I I suppose, yeah, she is violent, but she, there's a, there's a fine line, I think, for her because A, she has an authority figure, mm-hmm. like she is military, so, and, and she's like under jurisdiction to be violent. She's not violent, she doesn't have violent tendencies, because she's crazy or anything like that. Like, oh. like Asuka, she has violent tendencies regardless of the fact that she's, you know, a part of an organization. All right. Um, like, what about Kite then? Yeah, she's crazy. She's pretty crazy. She's her- crazy in the most politically incorrect term of the of the term crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because she's actually legitimately insane. Right. <laughs> so... I think that's a little different. All right. Um, let me think. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned this one yet. Haru Haru Haruko. <laughs> yeah, she is pretty crazy. And violent. Like, we have to keep rem- remember that the that it's violent on this list. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Haru- Haruko is very just straight up violent. Yes, there are plenty of violent anime ladies out there, all of which I would date in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And we'll die from it. <laughs> I'm cool with that. <laughs> That's so my fetish. 
All right, uh, Andrew. All right, so I'm actually bringing to the table uh, something else that Wicked Fan Marv uh, sent to us along with this this thing. Because I, I saw it and I was just like, yes, like totally. And we kind of touched on this beforehand when we said when we did a waifu watch for fighting game characters in general. But Marv asked us about King of Fighters characters. Woo! What King of Fighters waifus and husbandos would we have? Literally all of them. <laughs> so, yeah. If you've been playing King of Fighters for as long as Jonathan and I have, Forever. you've known that there are tons of King of Fighters characters. Absolutely massive roster mm-hmm. of King of Fighters characters. There's so many, they let you pick three every time you want to fight. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Um, and I actually, across all of the King of Fighters titles, I actually have kind of developed and evolved an opinion about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's your favorite King of Fighters? King I think, of Fighters 11. Yeah. Is, I actually it, have to agree with in, you. I haven't played 14 yet, but I know the roster. You should definitely um, be playing 14. It was one of my picks for best games of last year. Way better than Street Fighter 5. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. I actually, I actually don't think that that's, that's too hard. They completely ruined Jury in, in Street Fighter. I prefer, I prefer, I still prefer to play Street Fighter 4 over Street Fighter 5. Uh-huh. Um, not me. Yeah. I'm good at it. <laughs> um, King of Fighters 11 was my favorite and King of Fighters 11 also held the best one-shot roster ever Yeah, of all these crazy characters that never returned to the roster yeah they did like a Street Fighter 3rd Strike thing yeah I think my top of the roster it's kind of like a waifu watch for King of Fighters 11 would be Mei Lin mm-hmm. who was like this piratey chick with dual blades yeah and she was wicked cute too like oh my gosh so look up Mei Lin from king of fires 11 but alongside Mei Lin in king of fires 11 was a capoeira fighter named momoko yep and momoko was just adorable um if you kind of imagine the adorableness of athena from king of fighters mm-hmm. and and put it onto a little capoeira dancer slash fighter mm-hmm. you have momoko and and i think i think that's great yeah moving forward from that roster though I love all the Taekwondo chicks. So, in King of Fighters 14, they added a new uh, Korean Taekwondo fighter named Luong. And Luong is basically Jury, Mm -hmm. which is my Street Fighter waifu, next to Sakura, of course. But um, Luong, if if you took Jury and took out her her hair things, like how her hair is put up in a bun, and just, like, let her hair run long, that's Jury, but Luong in King of Fighters 14. Huh. Uh, it's like almost the same costume too. Yep. Uh, but there's another King of Fighters Taekwondo character, Che Lim from Maximum Impact. And she's like this tomboyish Asuka type character. Yeah, from, she looks like Asuka from, from Tekken. Tekken. And, and Asuka, mm. there, I don't think there is anybody in Tekken that competes with Asuka. Asuka is just straight up my waifu from Tekken. Mm-hmm. And she's also my main character, and I play her to no end, and nobody can beat. They've got broad shoulders. They do not. <laughs> um, but but yeah, Che Lim looks like a tomboyish female fighter in the Taekwondo style thing, and I think that is dead sexy. Mm-hmm. So Che Lim is awesome. So I think that as like a broad start to the King of Fighters roster that I saw, that is probably a really good start. Because mm-hmm. oh, because uh, because Marv mentioned that his. King of Fighters waifu is Angel 
yep. who got added to the roster in King of Fighters 14 as well. Yeah. And she's pretty, she's, she looks pretty good. Yeah. I, she was one White of the characters, she was one of the characters that I saw in the trailer that I was like, I want to play as that character. Mm-hmm. Um, I have always had an affinity. She's on my, she's on my team, Kula, mm-hmm. the ice girl. Uh, she's pretty cool. Ah, pun intended. Um, <laughs> And then I've also really liked... I can't play as her because she's so difficult to play. Um, Leona, who... Oh, yeah, Leona. She's a charge character. That's why. Yeah. Uh, who has also made an appearance in Metal Slug. Which all the Metal Slug characters... Or at least Fio. Fio from Metal Slug made an appearance in King of Fighters as well. Yep. And she... Or the other people, Clark... And yep, Clark and Ralph. Ralph, yeah, they yeah, so they Clark, are also King of Fighters. Yeah, characters. Clark, Ralph, and Fiona or Leona are all a team. Yep, and they are all appearing in Metal Slug Six. Are they? Yes, they're all in Metal Slug Six. That's awesome. And maybe Seven. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's true. Leona is a pretty badass chick. She yeah. could. I I do like the tough chicks. So. Oh, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. I mean, like I I actually Athena is in one of my rosters. Yeah. But I don't think I was actually going to say Athena is one of them, but I don't know if it counts. Athena's be- one of yours? I don't know if it counts because she's originally from Psycho Soldier. Yeah, it, it does. Right. No, it counts because um she appears in almost every single uh, SNK, King of Fight- yeah, SNK fighter game. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really... I. It's funny because most of my teams in King of Fighters are male. Um, and Terry... Are well, no, man? Terry was never in my roster. Uh, who was in no, my... No, Terry is an awesome character. Yeah, who was in my roster? I don't know, I play Eeyore. Joe. Oh, yeah. Uh, Joe is is probably my most favorite character to play in King of Fighters. Um, he's a... I especially liked using him in King of Fighters 13. Uh, King of Fighters 13 was highly underrated in my opinion. But people, it was really hard. People didn't like it. I loved it, but it was a very hard fighting game. Um, they changed up a lot of things, and I love their counter system. The other one you you play is, is Benny Maru. Benny Maru, yeah, he's with his awesome. pillar hair. He's so metrosexual. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Benny Maru is is pretty cool. His his uh, abilities are really weird. He has like psycho soldier abilities, but he's not a charge character. Well, you mentioned most of the girls already, but um, one that actually shows up. And King of Fighters 14, and she is originally from a series called Days of Memories, and her name is Alice Garnett, and she's like half Japanese, uh-huh. half American, very cute. She kind of looks like the, uh, uh, what's her name from Final Fantasy 15, your, uh, your tomboyish uh, mechanic. Sid. Yes, looks just like That's Sid. That's a Sid, how could you forget? <laughs> I don't know how I forgot, but anyway, she's actually very cute, and she's actually <laughs> one of my favorite people to fight as in King of Fighters 14. She's got some pretty sweet moves. You know what? That actually uh, brings up a really good point that you completely made me forget about, which is uh, Yuri. Yuri yeah. from King of Fighters. Yeah. Uh, pretty classic. She's been there since the beginning. Yes. Yeah, well, because well, she was my... Because I like to play as Sakura in Street Fighter. Sakura and Jury are my two character my two Street Fighter characters. Mm-hmm. So when it when before Jury showed up, I would always play as Sakura, and then when I would play King of Fighters, I would play as Yuri because Yuri was that tomboyish schoolgirl who liked to kick butt, you know. Yeah. But you know, I like her personality oh. too with, with Alice cuz uh, she's kind of like someone that I kind of look for in a ghost. She's she's cute, she's cheerful, and she makes a lot of sex jokes. 
Yeah, uh, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, uh, I, I found her image right here. Yeah, um, but Andrew and I saw at the exact same time who, how could we possibly forget Blue Mary? Yeah, Blue Mary, see, Blue Mary was from King of Fighters 11 as well. Was she? I think she was. Or She she was at least in an earlier cut. Uh, yeah, she was all the way up until King of Fighters 10, I think. There was, um, was there a SNK versus Street Fighter game? Yeah. Yes. Oh no! It and was no. We, it was Capcom versus SNK. Capcom versus SNK. We had that game. Blue Mary was in that one. Blue Mary, be, besides being a super sexy character, mm-hmm. uh, is really really fun to play as as well. You know, the funny thing about Blue Mary's character design is she was the one who, whenever I design characters, I give them a lot of belts, and Blue Mary's the inspiration for well, that design. Well, she looks like Android eighteen, which she is, does, which is your Dragon <laughs> You're Ball, right. which is your Dragon Ball Z waifu. That makes a lot more sense now, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, we have a buddy, we have a buddy from back, back in Florida who his, uh, King of Fighters waifu was Mature. Yeah. Uh, which is so funny that her name is Mature, because she's the Mature... She is that archetype. Yeah, she's that archetype of Mature anime character. But, uh, yeah, that was his anime waifu. Or, uh, King of Fighters waifu. King of Fighters all, all over the board has amazing female characters. And And I haven't played King of Fighters 14 yet. I'm strictly yes. going off of character design, but I really want to get it, and because it has an amazing roster of characters. Plus, it's um, I'm surprised that I don't know if you know this or not, but it's also directed by uh, Yasuyuki Oda, who directed Street Fighter Four. Uh, so it's got oh. that little bit of a feel to it while you play it. There you go. It, <coughs> as long as it's not as hard as King of Fighters Thirteen, no, because that game that game was difficult, and the people who were good at it were really good at it, and you could not beat them. I'm surprised that this conversation, this entire conversation happened and nobody said Mai. Well, Mai's kind of like the the trademark waifu of King of Fighters. Yeah, I kind of, um, I really do like Mai, but I like 1997 Mai. Right. Uh, I, I, no, that's not true. 1997 Mai is really good, but I think the new age Mai is also really good. That's a lie. I've always found her kind of annoying. Uh, I, she's not one of mine and it's from the King of Fighters movie or rather it was the Fatal Fury movie, which is very good by the way. Mm -hmm. If you haven't seen the Fatal Fury anime movie, it is fantastic. Great fight scenes, fun characters. It follows Terry, Andy, Joe, and Mai as they go and they just fight some random anime, you know, villain, but it's a fun adventure. I forgot about this girl, B. Jennet. She she's the pirate girl that I was thinking of, not not Maylin. Maylin was like slide would slide around and use her dual knives and stuff. But B. Janet, she's got like this this dress on that has a skull and crossbones on it, mm-hmm. and she's kind of like the pirate character. I I remember her being fun. guys. King of Fighters Eleven was the best King of Fighters out there. Yeah, ever. if you can find a copy of it for the PS2, buy it. It's so and, worth and it. we have one and we play it still. I I actually just recently hooked up my PS2 again, and uh, I've been playing that more than I've been playing my PS4 lately just so I can wind down a bit because after a whole situation I was just like you know what F it I'm gonna buy a whole bunch of PS2 games I bought Time Splitters 2 it was great <laughs> how about um how about Nakuroru she's the one with the hawk oh, oh yeah, yeah she yeah. looks like um she's the one who looks like uh what's her face from the internet show um I I Chen. She, she yes. looks like I Chen. You think so? <laughs> a little bit. I see. I always thought. She, I always thought that she was a Samurai Showdown character. She yeah. was. Uh, she originally was yeah, a Samurai exactly. Showdown character, but then e- she became exactly. part of the King of Fighters lineup. 
Yeah, so uh, I don't know I don't know how many people know Samurai Showdown, but Samurai Showdown was this awesome game where you basically fought each other and you could potentially kill each other in one hit because you were stabbing each other with swords. Yeah. And if you got your if you got the character to into like one of those Mortal Kombat finish him states, you could commit seppuku and kill yourself <laughs> so that your your the other person didn't get the satisfaction of beating you. Yeah. <laughs> So imagine these adorable little girls in the game committing seppuku. <laughs> <laughs> and like you could cut off hands and you could cut off legs and it was it was a really violent game but it was really fun. Could you a- imagine Nakaruru committing seppuku with her hawk yeah, character the- like cutting open her gut with the with the beak of the hawk <laughs> just ah <laughs> I summoned the dude. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so, by this one conversation alone, I hope we just kind of... If you ever had any doubt about how much we actually p- uh, play fighting games, I hope you knocked out any kind of doubt that you had that we don't know what we're talking about. Because, man, I just... I kind of just, like, to myself, was just like, holy crap, I know a lot about fighting games. Mm. <laughs> so, thank you, Marv. Um, good this good is waifu watch. Very Marv-centric episode. Well... Uh, and, and Marv is always the one that sends us our new waifu watch topics, which I love. Yeah. So we, we almost like never run out because he's always just like, hey, here's another one. And we're like, yes, good. Because I love waifu watch. Yeah. And I yes. think you guys do too. Send it. Please, please, please send us your. You have so many to choose from. Just, you can totally choose. Yeah. If you a... want to hear a waifu watch, let us know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm talking about King of Fighters in general. Tell us your King of Fighters, waifus, and oh. husbandos. Oh, okay. Because there are so many. Let's move on to what we're watching okay all right now i haven't been watching anything new yeah it's nothing from, like from the new nothing season. that we haven't been talking about um but let me see if i wrote anything down well i kind of have something okay uh because i've i've mentioned that i'm watching it but i haven't discussed it yet and that's psychono season two right uh so psychono season two is now half over or i think it's on episode six or seven and it's gotten to a point where it's like, holy crap, what's going to happen from here? Because there's still half of a season left, and it's almost like they did a season finale hmm. in episode seven. So it can only go to like this, pachoo, like I think they got past <laughs> space. Yeah. <laughs> like I, that's the sound that space makes. Um, or <laughs> yeah. is, we're going to space. Uh, anyway, so it's gotten to this point where the characters have reached their goal. So the only thing I can think of now that their goal is complete is that it's going to focus on all the relationship harem stuff. Oh, well, I figured that that was most of their goals, so that's what I thought you meant. Like, no, <laughs> pick so, somebody? No, so the thing is, is amongst them doing their game project in yep. the show, creating a visual novel, they've also all been trying to compete with yep. one another. Yep. But nobody's ever actually said, I like you or I don't like you. I could have sworn yeah. that happened at the end of the first season. Yeah, something did happen with a somebody got their first kiss and nothing really elevated from there, but except it kind of like flared up some actions and responses and stuff. It was and it was only mentioned in passing in season two. Now season two has reached this halfway point where they've compl- or they made it reached a goal in their game, and the episode the last episode I watched ended with them being like oh my gosh, what's going to happen now? Like, because they, because these, some of the characters are upset. Hmm. And so now you have to console some characters and you have to make decisions about characters. So I'm kind of hoping that that's what it is. It's now going to be focused on the relationships. Because, guys, 
Psychono is a fantastic harem series. A fantastic harem series. So, if you really like harems like we do over here at Wicked Anime, I highly recommend Psychono. Although it's going to be pretty expensive to own Psychono, considering Anaplex has the license for it. Yeah, it's so effing dumb, man. Like, I can't stand... Like, I, I found Psychono at the Anaplex booth, but I could not afford it. And it makes me so mad because it is one of my favorite harems now. Right. That's you how know? I feel about all of Anaplex's releases. I want to own you, but I don't want to spend yeah. 40 bucks for four episodes. This isn't well, see, 2004. Thank you very much. Well, see, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to buy all of Bakemonogatari and the continuing series from them. But it's like $200 just for the first season. They only accept payment in gold doubloons. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously, for the first six episodes of the first season is $80. Yeah. And that's ridiculous. We're not buying from Japan. No. Yeah. And uh, it's probably cheaper to get it from Japan. No, and, it's um, not, because you're paying that price for two episodes sometimes. Yeah, that's true. But um, but they come in such big boxes. Yeah, and you get all, <laughs> you get all that extra stuff, too. Yeah. But but anyway, uh, Psychono is the same way. And oh, it, my mouse pads. Yeah, uh, so there's there's got to be something. I don't know. And it's also on Anime Strike, which makes it really difficult for some people to watch Season 2. Yep. But Season 1 is on, is on Crunchy. And Hulu. Yep. I want to take a step back, and because we haven't really focused on it at all this season, we actually even negated it from our article uh, when we were talking about sequels. We haven't really talked that much about Attack on Titan in season two. Mm. Yeah, and it's been really good. Yeah. Every Attack e- on Titan season two is every awesome. every episode ends with something like like crazy. Wow, like it, it's, epic it cliffhangers. It, it really, really does. And, and it, it, like, Attack on Titan Season 2 legitimately makes me want to watch the next episode. Like, I, I can't let it be, just sit like that. Yep. Um, and actually, funny, connecting that conversation and this conversation that we just had about Antiplex and this one, I just bought Attack on Titan Junior High on DVD and Blu-ray for 40 bucks at Best Buy. It's it was really on, good. It was on sale. <laughs> uh, just as a little comparative note between Aniplex's prices and Funimation's prices. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but no, yeah, I just bought uh, Junior High. I, and I absolutely loved the Junior High anime. And people are just like, oh, we didn't ask for this. This is stupid. Why did you make it? It's because it's really funny and it's really cute. It's a whole, it's a series made up of inside jokes uh, between the characters in the series and it actually kind of peeks into the pe- uh, character's motivations a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Not to mention, it gives you the humorous aspect that is non-existent in Attack on Titan itself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll see. And that's <laughs> that's very thing. true. You know, you know, you have like characters like Annie and Mikasa, and they're fighting over dominance on who loves Eren more. Like every time, uh, like every time uh, Annie tries to f- make a move on Eren, Mikasa's right there to kind of like split her head open <laughs> and. You know, and then you have uh, Reiner and Ymir fighting over Christy, and, <laughs> and and then it's just like this whole funny thing of these characters and their little inside jokes with one another that are completely, completely go unexplained and up to fan interpretation in the actual Attack on Titan series now, uh, because yeah. it's so because it takes itself so seriously. Now, question: Does this does the Blu-ray release have the bonus stuff with like the live action uh, Japanese voice cast? playing games of one another i don't know can you go get it it's like right it's over right there. over there uh, let, me, let me go let me go get oh the Blu-ray it's case. right over there it's right there oh i can't reach it 
Episode 2 commentary, episode 8 commentary, episode 12 video commentary, promo videos, web pre- web previews, commercials, textless opening, textless closing, and trailers. Oh, it doesn't, doesn't have the bonus stuff. I like how, for whatever reason, in, in tradition for Japanese media, they always throw uh, text or uh, textless versions of the opening and closing. Those aren't special features. Come on. Like, <laughs> they always put those on the back of cases just so that there's like, look at all these special features we have. No, textless opening and closings does not count. Those are good for making AMVs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Attack on Titan 2. If you're not watching it, you should be because it's really good. Despite how the fandom acts about it. <laughs> I've disconnected myself from the fandom. So. I think oh, we've right. all disconnected ourselves from every single fandom. Every fandom. We don't agree. <laughs> uh, yeah. Your shipping is wrong. <laughs> Your waifu is trash. <laughs> there was a whole panel that Tatum and Lauren Landa and a, one other person from the Attack on Titan crew where they basically said, before we start, we're not doing anything regarding shipping. Because if you're watching this show just to see who's hooking up with whom, you're watching this for the wrong reasons. Though it is, it does make an interesting aspect because because <laughs> some of the characters have some really interesting motivations regarding that, and I'm really interested to see where it goes. But it's not like a shipping kind of a thing. Like, oh my gosh, I hope they kiss. <laughs> um, you know, so, something about Attack on Titan Junior High that I want to mention real quick is it gives you a really interesting look into some cultural aspects. Like Aaron is obsessed over cheeseburger steaks Mm -hmm. and (laughs) that's taboo because they're like, why do you like cheeseburger steaks? It was like, man, I would, if if cheeseburger steaks were available to me personally, Jonathan all the time, I would be eating them all the time. Yeah. It sounds like good. the idea of cheeseburger steaks. The idea of cheeseburger steaks sound really good to me. Well, because they're 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 uh, marked as juvenile, right? Right. Yeah. yeah ba- basically, it gets the children like... to eat their meats. <laughs> <laughs> How can you have your pudding if you don't eat your meats? That's actually. Thank you, Roger Waters. That's crazy. That song's about a wall. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Attack on and, Pink. Floyd. And hey, and season two, you find out that the Titans are just another brick in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, snap! <laughs> you really do. So what you're saying is that Attack on Titan is really just the sequel to The Wall. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. That was <laughs> a special you... moment there, folks. <laughs> anyway, Evan, what have you been watching? <laughs> oh, oh, right. I have to talk about what I've been watching. And I have finally started watching Humanity Has Declined. Oh, oh good. it's so good. It is. That was one of the very first reviews that Wicked Anime ever did. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. And I've been talking to Andrew Jonathan like beforehand. I'm like, these little fairy characters, they remind me of what the Tiny Pants character must look like in the Aquapats realm. <laughs> yeah, uh, those tiny pants characters. Like, like that song is just so strange. To it me. is it's a strange like... song, but it fits perfectly with the characters of humanity has declined. Yeah, uh, the floating eye volume two has some of the strangest tracks that the Aquabats have ever released. It's they're good songs though. They're good. they're strange, but they're good. Yeah, they definitely. They're not as strange as the ones different. from Volume Two of Myths and Other Legends, though. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. The floating eye is uh, volume one. Yeah, floating eye is and volume one. Myths and other legends is volume two. That's where you got the corn parody of "I Fell Asleep on My Arm" and 
I like. I think I like Myth Legends and more. Why are we talking about the Aquabats? I thought we were talking about humanity as a Oh right. Well, uh, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> but we are gonna go see. We are gonna go see God, the Aquabats. Yeah, God, yes, we are going to see the Aquabats. Yeah, we are seeing the Aquabats in July, which is gonna be so, awesome again. Oh, it's July, not June. Right. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but uh, humanity has declined. Uh, and I finally got up greatest, to the uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. One of the greatest first episodes ever. With the bread factory? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. little robot bread. Which, here's the thing that made me laugh more about that episode, is that the is that the voice actress who plays the bread character is the same character, is, is the same voice actress who plays Fav in Magical Go Raising Project. So seeing her, <laughs> like, kill herself in the first episode kind of made me feel good. Well, <laughs> so, like, that's the thing, uh... I really, really enjoyed the first episode just for the sheer in- insanity of it. Yeah. And then I kind of fell off of it, and I never finished it. Yeah. But it is on Crunchyroll now, so I could, you know. Every episode is like that. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff I need to catch up now that, on now that, that uh, Crunchyroll and Funimation yeah. have merged. Well, yeah. te- well, you- no, no. The thing is, um, Sentai Filmworks licensed Humanity as a claim. This is before the merger of... Oh, so so this has been on there for a while. Yeah, it's this been. Back when we yeah, were... this is like a 2012 anime. No, I know that. I just I, just, I couldn't remember if Funimation had it uh, or or Crunchyroll did. Crunchyroll this does. Is before we were watching. Crunchyroll didn't we... have it. Yeah. Oh no. No. No, no. Crunchyroll has. I've been watching it on Crunchyroll. Well, no, they have it now, but I don't think they had it before. Because I didn't watch it on Crunchyroll when I well, first saw it. Well, we back in 2012 we didn't have Crunchyroll, so we didn't watch anything on Crunchyroll. Oh. Uh-huh. We were we were thieves. Yes, we, <laughs> we were villains, and then we became professionals. That's right. Yes, who only steal <laughs> on rare occasions <laughs> <laughs> for like like a Robin Hood sort of scenario. We give <laughs> we st- we steal. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. From the greedy and give to the weebs. You mean us. And I don't even say that the greedy. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're we s- weebin' hood. Yeah. <laughs> but I just. Of, of uh, otaku ham. Yeah. But I just watched, I'm up to episode nine. That's the episode where they go off on their own deserted island and create their own civilization, which is just really funny. Yeah. They learn how to grow their own sweets with plants. And it gets to a point where, like, they farm the entirety of the island and they can't even survive there anymore, which causes this big giant gloom cloud created by uh, by the fairies because of how depressed they are. 
Did you did you watch the whole thing, Jonathan? Yeah, I did. You did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember much about it because it was a long time ago. Right. But, uh, I'm about. I, I recall. I'm about three episodes away from finishing it, and I like it. It's very enjoyable. It's very funny. You think it would be like a family friendly show just by the whole brightness of the series? No, it is not family friendly whatsoever. No matter how adorable the, the the fairies are, this is not for kids. Oh, oh, don't! All oh, right, and especially with the headless skin chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, that actually was the part that popped into my head when I thought about how good the animation was, because the animation is very impressive. It is, and let's talk about that music because the music is incredible too. <laughs> oh yeah, um, Nano Ripe does the opening theme. Real World, which is a great song. Yeah, um, NanoRipe is just a great band. The singer has such a unique voice. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. And I felt really privileged to be able to interview him when he were at Anne Boston a couple years back. Yeah. And the, um, the by the way, the end theme is um, is My Dream Within a Dream by Masumi Ito, who does, who's part of Tomas, who does the, who currently does the backing music for um, uh, Alice and Zoroku. But last season, she herself did all the music for Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Uh, really? That makes sense to me. Didn't she also do, um, if we want to go back classically, she did the opening theme to Azamanga Dayo. Yep, with oranges and lemons. That's yep. what I thought. I yeah. See, I, that's what exactly what I thought. She, I love that song. I love that song. She's also done stuff for uh, Momo Curry and Flip Flappers and a couple other shows, too. Yeah. I was her and flip flappers. Oh. <laughs> brings me right back to Anime Boston. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm liking Humanity has Declined. It's very enjoyable. It's very funny. Very dark. Mm-hmm. I know I'm saying very a lot, but <laughs> I do recommend checking it out. It's on Crunchyroll. It's I think it's on Hulu, and I do think it's on the Anime Network. Yeah. Oh. Real quick, too, speaking of uh, shows that are about to join Crunchyroll, we have a, a good selection coming our way. Yeah. Well, we already have High School DXD. Oh, yeah. Can't wait for that one. Uncensored. <laughs> Yay. I got on my queue. That's my next nighttime anime after I finish with Humanity Has Declined. Gross. <laughs> Not for those reasons, dude. No. 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 Maybe. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, because <laughs> I have so much on my queue, but <laughs> I've decided High School DxD is going to be the next one for my sleepy time end of night. Yeah, I got to admit that I'm, I'm, I, I got on my queue because I want to, I, I just want to see the absurdity of it. I've heard it's good absurdity. I heard it's like Monster Musume levels of absurdity. Yeah, uh, all of our wick or all of our manga gamer friends have just done nothing but talk about it, so. All right. I guess we now have to be part of the conversation because they're just about to add the third season of it as of this recording to Crunchyroll. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't Yes. Get, uh... So by now, everything should be of High School DxD on Crunchyroll, save mm-hmm. for the upcoming fourth season. Yep. Yeah. I'll finally get to watch Death Parade. Yeah, Crunchyroll's adding Death Parade. Oh, man. You are good. Dude, that was my second favorite anime of 2015. Mm-hmm. And they're also adding the Rolling Girls, which, yeah, which I finally get to finish because I only got to see a couple episodes of it when uh, Funimation was premiering it. Um, Freezing is another girl fight anime. Yeah, same with another uh, sleazy anime. Same with Machin Key. Machin yeah. Key is filthy, like, <laughs> filthy. Yeah, it's gonna have one of those eighteen plus plus 
uh, markers on it and be like, don't watch this anime if yep. you're not 18 plus. And then uh, uh, Overlord is finally being added. Uh, everybody, yes. See, everybody seems to really, really like Overlord and I haven't watched it. My knowledge of Overlord is that there is a sexy demon character. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Albenio. And, and that's like all I care about. From the very beginning. Yeah, that's like all I care about. <laughs> about it's like i'm just gonna watch it because i heard there's a sexy demon character and i'm gonna check that out and then i'm gonna throw it she away. is a great character you're gonna like her oh and then uh blaze blue is also getting some love yeah finally uh so speaking of fighting yeah back games. To, back to fighting games again blaze blue is a really really hard and very broken fighting game series <laughs> but it's also very fun it's not super broken I, <laughs> well okay <laughs> some, characters broken. Are, some characters are broken, uh but, yeah. but it it got an anime which was based off the story mode of which needed to happen because it made no sense. Yeah, okay, so if you play the video game of Blaze Blue, the story mode is just crap. Before before you get any coherent story whatsoever, you have to play the game like a thousand times mm-hmm. to get everybody's side of the story, and then you gotta put it together, and then like the opening scenes don't make any sense. You're like, what's going on? Just and- give me some fighting. Yeah, it's just like there's and a robot said, girl, and yeah. and then if you make the wrong choice, like if you 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 can actually choose in the story mode a character to fight, and if you fight the wrong character, game over in story mode. It yep. doesn't continue. Right. So what? Yeah. And and so the the anime follows the be- at least the beginning of the story mode where Ragna meets Taukaka, which is the cat girl, and how she's incredibly annoying, and he ha- he pays for her food, and. When in reality, she's actually looking for him to, like, get his bounty. Because oh, he's yeah. worth, like, a bunch. And she wants to bring the money back to the cat community. Yeah. And so, yeah. It's it's good. It's good. It's good should, I, I'm, I'm probably going to jump back on it. I've only seen the first episode when it was on Free free for Funimation, and then that was it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Crunchyroll is going to have everything, eventually. That was kind of another news story. Yeah, kind of. uh, the update for that. But it, it happened during what we're watching. Which it is, is good. And so just so you guys know, all these are all the animes that are being added to Crunchyroll thanks to Funimation. Yay! Yeah. Yay! Uh, they're actually running... <laughs> this is like no advertisement on our part or anything like that, but I just found out that uh, if you have the app Verve, you know, where, where yeah, they have all VRV. that... Um, if They're running a deal right now that for nine ninety nine a month, you can get both all access to all Crunchyroll and Funimation stuff at the same time. Really? Yep. I don't need it. I'm happy with just my Crunchyroll for now. Me too. Especially Me too. because they have everything from Funimation's being put onto Crunchyroll. So yeah, like, see, and I prefer yeah. to watch it in, in Japanese anyway. Not, not I'm not like a dubs or subs snob, because I think some animes are better in dub than, yeah. than some are in sub. But I do enjoy seeing it come out in simulcast in its original language. Right. And then... Yeah. And then see, and then if Funimation like takes their time, like uh, My Hero Academia, they took their time to dub it, mm-hmm. and it came mm-hmm. out really, really well. It came out fantastic, absolutely yeah. fantastic. Oh, by the next podcast episode, I'll be done with Hyper Police. Oh. I only have two episodes left, so that's that's a thing. All right, I'll let you know how it is. Let's move on to our topic. Yes. of the day, yeah. and our topicachi, of course, is we're going to request some anime that deserve the Dragon Ball Kai treatment the same way that dragon ball kai did yes uh all the animes i watch are already really short yeah so i have nothing <laughs> that's all i have time for but evan you said you had an idea it's very simple i think it, it could be it could actually improve the series just a little bit more you kai rama one half by taking out by taking out 
everything involving Hapose. <laughs> I find that funny because I'm a Ranma fan. <laughs> um, Literally 10% of our audience gets that joke. That's actually not a bad idea at all, Evan. Making a version of Ranma one half. Uh, I would love that. Um, now, I love all the... F- See, that's the thing. So, Dragon Ball Z Kai is basically... They took out all the filler and, and shortened the action to just the main points of a fight and stuff. Uh, so, Ranma 1 half is basically all filler. So, I don't know how you would make Ranma 1 half a shorter and more concise series that follows the series. Because the story progression is in all the filler. Right? Right. Which is why I'm saying, just take out the worst character in the show, boom. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and it's funny because he contributes so little to the actual story that I would Nothing! All he does is he steals Ranma's and Akane's bras and puts them on his head. You go, that's it. Well, and he he contributes so little to the development of all the other characters that all the other characters develop through the filler characters. Yes. You know, because that's how he learns extra martial arts. Even though Haposai was the teacher of Genma and the father, Akane's father. Is it Tenma-kun? Was it Genma and Tenma? I forget. After that idea is introduced to Haposai, there's really nothing else to him other than to be really annoying. Yeah. And cause... He causes all the issues that they go through in the story. Mm -hmm. Because he's so troublesome. Right. Yeah, which I, like, like I, which is why, yeah, just take him out and it's a better show. But I totally agree with that. That's a really good idea, Evan. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Um, I would say Naruto, but the thing is, is that's the manga. So if you read the Naruto manga, there's no filler. It's straight story. Okay, well, that's fair, right? It, yeah, it's like, kind of it's kind of what they did with Full Metal Alchemist. Right, it was like making yeah. Brotherhood. Yeah, so uh, so if they kied the series of full ma- or of uh, of Naruto, it would just be straight up the manga. Yeah, which is actually kind of a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would shorten the series to about two hundred fifty episodes, I think. Because <laughs> because the thing is too is they could also make some of the fights shorter, just like they did with Dragon Ball Z. Yep. They could yeah. take. They could uh, instead of cutting out the explanations of what their powers did to one another, cut out the explanations of what your power did Who to gives one another. Gives a crap. Oh. Rasengan's. Which would be good for Soul Eater. Yep, that's what Soul that Eater. Was my... could, yeah, Soul Eater could totally get the Kai treatment. Yep, Soul Eater right. would be could be done in like twenty five episodes. Cause see, cause see, the thing is, is with Soul Eater, the Soul Eater, Soul Eater had this major issue, and this is what I really didn't like about Soul Eater, cause I love the series as a whole. Yep, me too. But they would do one punch. They would punch a character once, and then the fight would stop, so the character could be like, "Ha." I did this, which results in this, which makes your body do this, and then this happened, and this is why you can't move, so this is what happened, and then this is, it's like, you guys are in the middle of a fight, right? Who cares? Just do it, and we as the audience will believe you. Well, it's a school, so most right. of the students Come are on, debate take a Take a cue from Glenn Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Glenn. Ex- yeah, all the superpower <laughs> explanations and the cause and effects that happen in Soul Eater can just be cut out. Because we as the audience, we don't care. You have superpowers. We understand. Just don't explain your superpowers and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. We'll I just still think you. they should Brotherhood Soul Eater. Because they didn't technically finish the manga at all in that show. Yeah, no, is the manga not. over? Yeah. Well, yeah, manga's over. Yeah. And did it have an official ending? Yes. 
Probably but they did Soul Eater not, but that's Soul Eater not. Soul Eater not is cute. It was cute. It is that, cute. And that was its only purpose, was to be yeah. cute. It's funny, the first one that popped in my head was Bleach, but then again, you could already get the Kai version of it just by not buying Season 2. <laughs> uh, <laughs> season 3. Yeah, whatever. But I was also thinking Fist of the North Star. It would be really, oh! it would be really beneficial to to make a Kai version of Fist of the North Star, which was the video game. Yeah, I guess yeah. it was. The wasn't Fist it? of the North Star video game. Uh, Ken's Rage was the Kai version of Fist of the North Star. I guess it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think people would be way more on board to watch it if they I were totally like, would. I like, absolutely. I don't want to watch 150 episodes of, of Fist of the North Star. I it's have like, them all. Yeah. So it's like, well, how about 52? Yeah. And everybody'd be like, okay. I, yeah. No, I bought the complete Fist of the North Star collection for a hundred bucks. All every single episode of Fist of the North Star on DVD. The thing is, though, so epi- episode one would have to go untouched. No, that's the only episode one. Is, <laughs> that's the only episode one is perfect. Yep, <laughs> I think everybody should see at least episode one of Fist of the North Star. It is yeah. the best. Yeah. Um. So that actually leads me into another point that I wanted to make, though, was that they do try this on occasion, and Fist of the North Star movie is one of those cases where they actually summed up the entire series, or sorry, not the entire series, but most of the series in the one movie it's a great movie but you're missing a lot of really important details and you're killing off a lot of characters really fast like they didn't even put any time to heart at all <laughs> heart was heart was literally a, a dude standing in front of a door that he kicked in the gut yeah heart at least had at least two episodes in the, in the um show. which could have been cut down to one the other one in that case that i have was the girl and Lagan movies mm-hmm. yeah um glenn those Lagan. Glenn Loggin, the Glenn Loggin movies. If this is your first time listening to Wicked Anime Podcast, listen to the last episode. Title Glenn Loggin. But they made two movies for Gurren Lagan, and they added a little bit of extra footage. Like, there's like, between the two movies, there's 20 minutes of new footage or so, and they sum up the entire series. They have the childhood end movie which is the entire first half of the series. And then after the time jump is the second movie. And they sum up the entire series within that time, which is a lot of series to cover. And I don't think it does it justice. I don't know how they do it exactly, but I know that the fights and the encounters are different. Like one of the, Oh, the black siblings are completely different. Yeah. They're barely in it at all. Um, like, there's this added footage of uh, a hand-to-hand combat scene between... Uh, who's the the uh, beast chick with the scorpion tail? Right. Remember her? The pirate? Yeah. Um, her and Yoko have, like, a fist fight scene. Instead of fighting in their machines, really? they, like, fist fight on the deck of Daigur. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's, like, new footage in it and everything like that, and... But but they skip over so many details. Like for example, the the black siblings are not even important at all in it when they really are kind of. You you know what uh you know what series I would like not a Kai version, but a Helsing Ultimate or Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood type treatment. Yeah, I think Elf and Lead needs more love. But- now that the manga is over. And it's been over for a really long time. It just needs a whole complete. They should just story. completely yeah. reboot it into a into a Helsing Ultimate or a Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood series, and just do Elf and Lead from beginning to end and make us cry. 
Yeah. Make us cry, cry, cry until we're done crying. Yeah. Um, I I think that a uh, series like Trigun might might uh, benefit from that. No, I don't no, think so. No, no. I actually got bored with the original manga of Trigun. Oh, really? I stopped, re- I stopped reading it after five volumes. Oh. Yeah, it's, See, I didn't it's know so that. different. I know it was yeah. different, but I thought that that's the reason why I said if it had like a brotherhood approach, then we could get what the actual manga was talking about but if it's no 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 i, th- no. I think the, the anime the anime yeah. is far superior than oh, the manga. yeah a lot it, of people think the anime is superior to the okay. manga right. especially because they added trigun maxim like yeah. this whole other series oh, and everybody right, yeah. right. Really, really hated it so. yeah that's why i stopped reading it because i hated trigun maxim well see there's a lot of anime series out there that have filler episodes that are so classic and everybody loves that they need to be in there Right. You know, like Cowboy Bebop is that way. All of Cowboy Bebop's filler episodes are very important, but you could tie that series and make it so that it's just the main story if you wanted. But you didn't have to. But you don't have to because uh, Cowboy Bebop is a very episodic and western style story. Yeah. Where right. they're going, where you're go, you're actually going on an adventure with the Bebop. Right, it's kind of like in the same vein as Samurai Champloo. Exactly. I that was another thing that I was thinking about. Yeah, because you can't like you don't you don't need the baseball episode of Samurai Champloo, but you want to watch the baseball episode. And same with the thing where they meet the European, the European in Japan at the rice bowl rice eating competition. Yeah, yes, which is a great episode. So good. Well, and here's the other thing too. That's I was thinking about Big O. Now, you could cut Big O to its main story and make a movie. You can yep. make a single movie out of Big O. Starring John Hamm. <laughs> <laughs> we know Matt. you want to do the John Hamm Big O movie. Yes, I do! <laughs> but, but, you can't really do that because the idea is you need to get used to Big O's power by seeing him fight all these other minuscule problems throughout the entire series, mm-hmm. Right. So right. it, it kind of defeats the purpose of learning and getting used to the idea of there's a giant robot or multiple giant robot fights in this universe if you just turn it into a movie, which you is see, doable. I, I've always pictured if they did a big O film, it would have to be a trilogy. That could work, but you would have to be, hit very specific key points. And I feel like that if it was a trilogy, you would have a movie that's a filler movie. Or a two-parter. What? Something that, because there's too much in Big O to cover in just one film. I think that if you wanted to hit just the basic storyline of Big O, you could do it in one film. But if you want to get everybody used to the universe, it needs to be done in two films. Right, which is what I'm touching on. But my main point, though, is that for Big O specifically, I think that the series is the way that it is so that you can get used to the universe in the way that it is. Okay. But my point is, is that John Hamm needs to be Rogers. I understand. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We, we know. Good. And I think he would like that too. Yes. We just, we need to, we need to so get, in touch, we need to get Hamm, in touch with John Hamm. Yeah. We got to get his personal cell phone number. We got to call him up and say, Hey, we have nothing to do with Hollywood, but would you play Roger Smith? <laughs> and he would All right. Say, my question is Smith? who would play Dorothy? Oh <laughs> um, no! Wait, no! I have the answer. I have the answer. It would be Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Like, yes, of course, because she's emotionless, and she is a flat, one-dimensional character. Or at least she's really good at being cast at those. Yeah, because right. she's not in real life. 
Uh, I was talking about Dorothy specifically. Oh, I, I know, but I'm talking about Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson is good at playing those parts. <laughs> yeah. It's actually kind of true, though. I would actually like to see Scarlett Johansson as Dorothy. Yeah. That Who would, would be... you pick, Evan? I'm trying to think, because what's the age of Dorothy again? She like, is like the technical robot. age, as, <laughs> as what the robot should be. <laughs> I don't know, like 18? Yeah. She 18 was, to 20, 18 she to was 20. the daughter of a pretty old dude. Which, by the way, let's say that John Hamm was playing a live-action Big O movie. He would nail that scene where he steps out of the car and then he opens up the door and Dorothy steps out and he's like, that's not my daughter, that's a that's an android. And he's like, hey, it's not my problem. You know, like, <laughs> John Hamm would kill that scene. Mm-hmm. He'd kill it! <laughs> I can't I'd... think of anybody who'd be good as... As Dorothy, it would have to probably would have to be some sort of new face in the yeah, Hollywood ha- realm. It would have to go for some major role casting for sure. Hmm. Well, I think it's like have... it's like with my it's like with my idea of like say if someone were to do a live action version of Saga of Tanya the Evil, I can't think of a ten year old who's <laughs> famous who could play <laughs> Tanya. Oh, that's a really good question too. Um, I think we've strayed far enough from the, the actual topic now that I think that's a good place to end. <laughs> yeah, that is a good co- yeah, that <laughs> Although that's a, that's a uh, really good topic for later on, obscure casting choices. Yeah. For... I'd have to think about that one really hard. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we're going to move on to some fan service now. And uh, I want to say right off the bat that starting off this fan service, I want to thank you, the fans, for all the support you guys gave us, reaching out to us. Some of you sent us personal messages. Uh, some of you guys uh, are actually friends with us on Facebook and and let us know over there. But uh, through this whole time that we've uh, spent with you guys, along with you and uh, with the passing of our father. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We're very, very grateful to how you guys responded and how you guys reached out to us. And uh, it's it's been a huge... It's been great. It's been and, very uplifting. Uh, we're all doing okay, as you can hear probably from this recording itself, that we are doing okay. Uh, our family is okay, and we're getting through it. It's, it is a very sad thing, and we'll be probably sad about it for a very long time, but everything is fine. Yeah. And you guys did help. You, the fans, uh, because you guys uh, genuinely care about our show, and you seem to genuinely care about us, um, and, and we thank you so much. Uh, so moving on from that, I uh, just want to let, let you guys know that, uh, that we have... Do, do some... we want to talk about Keto's first? Which one was Keto's? You want to do a wife who watch from Bible Black? Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do that one. <laughs> yeah, so... yeah, so so over on over on Facebook, which is uh, Keto's main source of uh, getting a hold of us, um, he wanted to say, he, or he made sh- sure that he wanted to say... That we wanted to hear us do a waifu watch for Bible Black. I couldn't. Well, <laughs> I, I, I... And people will see my back and forth with him on there, too. <laughs> yeah, if you guys go to the Facebook and look at that. I think it's on the it's on the chat conversation for... Uh, the last episode. The last episode. But what we can say about Bible Black is the only way to get it is to buy it physically on DVD. Yeah, I think Media Blasters has that. Yeah. Yes. All to- all torrents, all streams, all everything have been taken off the internet because Bible Black is such a huge property that you can't just go out and watch it anymore. Right. And uh, you see, like, I tried to find it because I wanted to, you know, see if I could take part in it. I could only find it 
with Spanish subtitles, and outside the Spanish I know from the Rammstein song Tequila Puta, I can't follow <laughs> anything whatsoever. And it's crazy as in, like, oh my gosh, this is a developed story, to oh my gosh, this is absolutely ludicrously insane. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but there is, I think the main character, well, not the male main character, the female main character, I think her name is Imari. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm going off of like basically what I remember from it. And is the main male character's name Daisuke? Probably Maybe. because you have like you have like a sixty percent chance that it is because <laughs> hentai. But I just remember vaguely. There's this in in the original series, not like in testament, not in New Testament, not in Only, not in all the other spinoff Bible Black series. The original Bible Black series. There's this one blue haired chick. Her. <laughs> I don't know her name. I don't know who she is, but it would be her, Keto. Yeah. Uh, I, I one... guess by default, I will choose the blue-haired girl as well because I like the blue-haired anime girls. Yeah, there's there's this one blue-haired girl who is like one of the blonde-haired Fuda girls uh, cronies. And, uh, and, and she had like some speaking lines and she's the cutest one out of them all, so her. And then there's the red-headed teacher, though. The red-headed teacher's kind of... Dude, I gotta be honest. I gotta level with you. I can't stand Bible Black. It's awful. <laughs> like, like, I, yeah, no, it's not for me. I, I've, in my adolescence, when I found it originally, it was like not for me. Just yeah, and really, I'm, even I'm, even course, that far I'm, back. Yeah, I'm of course speaking from like a very long time ago, cause I, cause you can't find it anymore. Yeah, unless you buy it from Media Blasters, you cannot find it anymore. You, nobody buys porn. Come on. <laughs> Unless you're at a convention, you do. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so that would be... I think those are our answers, Keo, Yeah. of what we remember of Bible Black. I don't want nothing to do with it. <laughs> uh, Try again next thanks, time, Keto. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, thanks for coming forward with us. If you have any more Waifu Watch, just let us know. Let us know how your trip went with... Uh, Pick a different hentai. With, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let us let us know your trip, how your trip went with all our Odinon suggestions as well. <laughs> yeah, all one of them. Yeah, all one of the <laughs> Faku Odinon suggestions. <laughs> anyway, uh, next up we have plenty, or we have a couple of uh, our wickedanime at gmail.com responses. One from Scott and one from Wicked Fan Sean, or Frostbeard the Porn Master. Which let, is another news dump. Yeah, and it is. Um, let me just say that I'm. I want to read Scott's fan service strictly based off of the uh, subject line that he sent <laughs> us for for his email. Yeah, which says "Ring me harder, Andrew Senpai," with a little heart <laughs> next to it. Um, which yeah, and he starts the email off. I'm glad you have a news bell now. Uh, and yeah, so it's News Chan is now being personified, it sounds like. And I actually have drawn up, just in my sketchbook, nothing permanent and nothing serious, but sketched up little moetons of what News Chan would look like. Mm-hmm. And so far I've created, you know, a bunch of obviously tomboy, sporty anime chicks, because those are the ones <laughs> you I like. You know! Yeah, because those, those are the ones I like. I feel uh, like you could make a young comma out of this. A what? A four-panel comic. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. I it's it trust me, it hasn't escaped my mind. Uh, cuz they kind of do that with um the Crunchyroll mascot. Yeah. They do? Yeah. Yes, they do. Huh. I've uh, never seen them. So anyway, back to Scott's uh, email. Scott says, "I'm glad you have a news bell now." Wow. Uh <laughs> that's basically what I said when I read it. I was like, "Wow, great." Uh <laughs> 
So much fan fiction. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, I own Don Hertzfeld. Uh, it, is, it is such a beautiful day on Blu-ray. I'm so glad to hear you mention it in episode one, 111. Don Hertzfeld is one of the best animators ever made. I, I'm yes. so jealous that you actually have that on Blu-ray because I would love to have that on Blu-ray. It's all there. We yeah. can get it, it is all there. It's available. Was, I think that was in reference of when I was talking about Tanaka Kun is always listless. Right. Because his, yeah. his dialogue reminds me of a Don Hertzfeld movie. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about all the wrong details. <laughs> um, and then he says, on Ranma one half waifu watch, he says his is Ranma both a waifu and husband no in one person. And you can't go wrong with you that. You cannot go no, wrong with that. You can't go wrong with yeah. that. See, that's what I mean. Like, the uh, the homosexual community has it so easy. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because that is, because Ranma is like, see, well, Ranma as a guy is kind of a brat. But so is, uh, it's the same person as his yeah. female. Yep. So, like, technically, it's this, so yeah, like, like would you waifu female Ranma? Yeah, absolutely. So, yes. would you husband do male Ranma? Yeah, Probably. I guess so, yeah. yeah. I guess so. <laughs> and then he says, uh, nothing much to say for 112, but Ryoko is best, is still best waifu. And me and Scott share a high five on that one, because <laughs> we, we're on the same page. Absolutely, Ryoko is the best waifu. Absolutely. For... Tenchi Muyo, that is. If you guys missed the Tenchi Muyo wife we watch, also listen to episode 112. Cool. Thank you so much, Scott. We love hearing from you, man. That was a uh, that, that was some really good input because I love it when they when you respond to just like the simple stuff that we talk about. Send us more awesome email subject lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Absolutely. Man, I I almost imagine that our our subject lines could almost be a story in itself. Like a, every time we get emailed a new thing, it's just a ne- the next line to the story, <laughs> to a fan fiction, and then like years later, we can just read all of the subject lines as a story, as a story, and create a fan fiction. <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, we got an email from Frostbeard the Bornmaster, aka Wicked Fan Sean. Uh, and Sean says, hey guys, I have some more fan service and news for you, but first I want to say that I am truly sorry to hear about the passing of your father. I know that it is never easy to lose love, uh, lose a loved one, especially to something as horrible like cancer. Uh, you have my sympathies, and I am sure I speak for all the Wicked anime fans that we would not have minded if you take some time off from the show to help deal with anything. If you ever need to talk about it or need help, feel free to talk to me. Now it's time for some news. Thank you very much, Sean. Yeah, real quick, um, that's how everybody has really been reaching yeah, out to uh, us, yeah. and yeah. I'm so happy. There are, yeah, there are a couple names that I could throw out, but I think in the sake of privacy and time, I, I won't, you know, mention that. But you know, Sean had some news for us uh, in addition to that, so yeah, we'll we'll do that. But uh, but thank you so much, Sean. And thank you so much again, everybody who sent it, who reached out to us in, in, in during this time. So again, I I will put all of his news stories into a collection okay yeah on the page we'll, we'll call it we'll call it uh sean's news dump sean's news dump there we go because <laughs> he's got it man he he has so much stuff i think um gerardo sent me the squirter squirtle pillow so both sean and gerardo sent me the squ- uh, squirtle pillow and i don't know if you guys have seen it uh i don't know if i want to spoil it either the squirtle pillow is squirtle's head on top of a body pillow okay well think of the shape of squirtle's head yeah. And it's on top of a body pillow. Yeah. It just looks like a giant penis. <laughs> it's, it's like a giant blue penis. <laughs> Wait. 
Okay, so he also sent us one that's saying that there was a that there's now a swimsuit based off Chinese dresses. In the same respect to oh yeah the Shinto maid uh, uh, shrine maiden swimsuit Chinese dresses. Yeah, I like Chinese dresses. Chinese dresses are awesome, but are yeah. they as good as they are in s- swimsuits? That's the question. Um, uh, Evan, yes, because <laughs> it's a swimsuit. Evan, <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, sent, he sent us another one that says you can now poop to the sounds of samurai battle. <laughs> all right, if you want to find out about all these articles, look on the main Nerdy Show page for this episode. You'll find them. Sean, <laughs> I find like you basically go through Rocket News so that we don't have to, and it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, even though we follow, how Rocket does that News on- work? You poop to the sounds of samurai battles. <laughs> And then finally, he says, for Waifu Watch, my picks would be Katara and Korra. Which oh, I, yeah, because we did the we did the for last, Air Bender. last Bender, and I agree. Mm-hmm. I think those are really good choices. Did you just say Air Last Bender? Did I? I think so. I hope not. <laughs> Guys, I know I haven't seen the series, but I'm not that bad. <laughs> and then he says, I really like the character designs uh, of their arc uh, arcs through uh, both shows. Yep. Which is exactly. Yeah, yeah right. Spanning across both series. Katara yeah. is amazing. For the animal segment, there is one animal that instantly came to mind. Not only is the best, uh, not only is it the best animal, uh, it is one of the best fights in anime history, uh, and one of the greatest moments of all anime in Nichijo. What? When the s- oh my gosh, I know what, what he's talking about. When the school principal fights and German suplexes the deer. The deer. Yes. 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 That was easy. That is easily still like one of the best sequences in all of Nietzsche. So funny, and the, one of the students is just like, "What the hell's going on out there? I don't well, understand." Yeah, Yuko is is in the hallway because she got sent out for not doing her homework, and it's just like, "Somebody, somebody, come <laughs> yeah, quick!" There's nobody to watch. This. See, I think the principal in Nietzsche Joe is one of the funniest characters to begin with. And like the deer straight up headbutts him in the chest, and then he rips open his shirt to show a flak jacket under there, and it's like undamaged. And then the and Yuko's at the window. Ah! It's just like so good guys if if you haven't watched nichi joe yet don't listen to evan watch nichi joe. <laughs> okay here's the thing i want to give it a second chance but it's not online yet <laughs> well i have it on blu-ray okay. so next next time we're around i'll bring it with us all right sounds good <laughs> so he says sincerely sean aka frostbeard the poor master thank you uh i believe that's all the fan service we have so thank you for everybody who participated in these past few weeks. And once again, I want to leave you off saying thank you so much for all your support during yep. this time. And if we've missed anything, yell at us. Yep. I, as I can say, feel free that if we haven't mentioned anything that you guys sent to fan service, send it to us again with a note that says, hey, you guys forgot to talk about this. Yeah. I bet you that there's like one fan out there who sent us news every single time that we do an episode and or like fan service. And then they're like... Why don't you read my news? Honestly, we have to cover so many different social medias. There's like the email, the Facebook, the messengers on Facebook, our personal messengers, and uh, Twitter even sometimes. And then there's SoundCloud what, and iTunes. What about even your Tumblr too? Like, have you even checked your Tumblr lately? Yeah. 
Nobody goes on Tumblr Nobody anymore. goes on Tumblr anymore. Thank God. I think we scared them away. They're like... I think Tumblr scares everybody away. Yeah. Thank God. That's what we got for that. So if you guys want to join in on any of the conversations that we had today, specifically anything that you want to see shorter or kide, whatever... Uh, maybe you're watching it. <laughs> Kai the Wicked Anime Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Kai the Wicked Anime Podcast. Uh, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we post news, updates, show stuff, whatever. Uh, you can also message us there if you'd like and talk to us on our episode post. It's totally cool with us. Uh, you can also find us on nerdyshow.com slash wickedma where both our videos and our podcast are on there. If you're not listening to our podcast there, you can listen to the podcast at SoundCloud slash wickedanime or on iTunes. And if you subscribe and rate us on iTunes, give us that five-star rating, uh, we will pop up in a more popular place. Mm-hmm. And it helps us out a lot. So guys, please be sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes, and we may become famous someday. Woo! Or more famous than we are. We're not famous. It, it, yeah. <laughs> we're um, not going to be famous either. Yeah, we don't plan it. We, we like you guys. <laughs> hey, you are our anime crowd. Anyway, uh, so you can go there and maybe even type us out a little review. It's totally cool. Uh, and back to the videos. If you don't listen, watch our videos on nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime, you can also find us our, our videos on youtube.com slash reviews. Uh, where there you can subscribe to us and you can see when our videos, hey, our videos will finally be coming out. You know, we we got some uh, in the works. We got... Yeah, we still got our Anime Boston stuff to put out. Anime Boston I stuff. We should probably put those out soon. Yeah. Uh, you still have your so, another Anime Convention stuff too, right? That will probably <laughs> just go into something. I don't yeah, know. We'll see. Yeah, we, we got a lot of backlogs. We got a lot of Lost Episode stuff as well. Like a lot of footage that you guys will never see unless we put it into a compilation. So you can, Which you can thumbs up for that. We still have Victoria's uh, playthrough. That'll of, that'll come out of scary video. That's yeah, that, gotta come out. That one's actually almost done. Even nope. <laughs> no, I thought you already put it together. Maybe like uh, I, I might split it up into different episodes. Yeah, and I might just release uh, Resident Evil first, so I can get some. Outlast was the best one though. Yeah, um, we had to have her play Outlast too though. I, yeah. Dude, I haven't even played Outlast 2 yet. It, really, um, it's frustrating, yeah. but it freaks me out so much. <laughs> yeah, I think that it would be good if if we had a whole bunch of fresh eyes on the game instead of just Victoria, because we'd all be freaking out together. That's true, because then we really wouldn't know what's going to happen. Um, yeah, real quick, I want to also point people in a direction that not only can you support us non-monetarily but there are monetary ways that you can support us if you go yep. to nerdyshow.com slash patreon even a dollar to that will get you hours of unheard footage and you can also get these episodes re- released early i always make a point to specifically finish the wicked anime podcast at least one day before it's supposed to be released and you can listen to it if you're a patreon subscriber actually we just heard on the last episode of nerdy show that keto recently Join the Patreon. Yeah. Um, so we have new patrons all the time, and we love it because it helps us out. But we and also love the the ones who just support us through emailing us. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, we love all of our fans. The, the way that Nerdy Show says the best way to support us is just specifically by telling a friend to listen to us. That's right. And that is absolutely true. If we get one more member, that's... One more listener is more important than one more dollor, sometimes. Right. Yeah. And it's remember, actually, physical so- threats are A-OK. 
<laughs> yes, right. Just don't say that we told you to do that. Wink. Wink. <laughs> you didn't hear it from us. Threaten your friends. <laughs> uh, and if you guys want to see us on all the rest of the social medias, we have Twitter. You can tweet us at Yo Wicked Anime. You can see us tumble tumble things at uh, wickedanime.tumblr.com. And we have a Wicked Anna Play, which we were just talking about with Victoria. Uh, Wicked Anna Play, or Twitch TV Wicked Anna Play. Which yeah. um, technically you. Play that on my Twitch channel, not yours. That's right, we did, but we do we do have a Wicked Anna play, Wicked Anime, thing. Yes. Which I imagine we'll get some use once the new Center on Kagura game comes out. Oh God, yes. <laughs> All right, Evan, your turn. All right. So for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments. Or are, if you are a band and want to be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter and the J-pop anime and video games amino pages at kingbaby.esh, on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash omnistryinc. Like us on facebook.com slash bostonbastardbrigade, and of course, Facebook.com slash Land of Ash, where you can find all the other sites under the Land of Ash, including the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, Smash Rook, and Nerd Crave. All right. That's it for us. That's it for us, guys. So thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. And please come back for the next episode. We will be back for the next episode. I hope so. I hope so, too. So you shall, too. I guess it's time to sign sign off the only way we know how. Cave What the hell was that? It's a news ever actually let's look it up right now andrew go on youtube and look up amv pink floyd's the wall attack on titan amd there's a long one for evangelion let's see if there is one for (laughs) attack on titan like someone put the entirety Uh, of evangelion to the entirety of the wall like that uh, entirety yes wait it's okay are you talking about the rock opera We're, we're talking about the entire album the, oh, the album. album. I thought you meant like the rock opera, like including like the the dialogue. Oh dialogue no, like no, that would that be impressive. There is an Attack on Titan A and V, another Brick in the Wall Part Two. Well, that's what we're probably talking about. Yeah, but everybody, everybody's making an AMV for a song called "Fly on the Wall." I don't know that song. Yeah, me neither. It's probably some pop song. Yep. Oh, "Fly on the Wall" is by Thousand Foot Crutch. Never heard of it. And and like and everybody and their grandma. Has a has an AMV about it. Thousand Foot Crutch is a Christian band. Yeah. Which explains why I've never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently everybody makes AMVs with using it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. But no, there's only one AMV and it there's... looks mediocre because it has subtitles in it. Eh, what a scrub. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Wicked <laughs> A. Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes. 
or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like, and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.